Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. AfterBuzz is getting into the restaurant business. No, not literally, but we're talking about Feed the Beast on AMC today. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to our first episode of season one, episodes one and two of Feed the Beast on AMC. Brand new show, brand new panel. We have Abby Vega. Hello, everyone. I'm Abby Vega, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And I'm your host, Phil Svitek. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this will be good. Let us know yeah. right off the bat your thoughts on this show. Uh, you know, if you're new to Afterbus TV, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes, all that fun stuff, or just check out our website for all the great shows. Abby yes. actually does a ton of them. I I know I'm here a lot lately. <laughs> I love uh, it. I love absolutely. this place. Let's, uh, overall thoughts on uh, you know they aired an episode on Sunday and yes. they aired one today on Tuesday night, and obviously they're going to stick to now Tuesday schedule. That's where we'll be doing our show. But um, thoughts on the first two episodes. Episode one, it was, to me, slower, but I think that's necessary when it's a brand new series. You have to just kind of set up, get the background on the characters. But then episode two, I thought was super entertaining, and I was actually watching it live and tweeting. It seems like a lot of people are really getting into it, and so I, I think it's going to be a really good series, and it's something that I, a show, a very different from a lot of the shows I've been watching lately, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm excited, too, uh, you know, I kind of knew just a very small portion mm -hmm. about what the show was, and I knew it was an import from Denmark, um, which kind of the last foreign import that AMC, to my knowledge, did was The Killing, and that was a very dark tone, and I enjoyed that show and um, and whatnot. But uh, so I thought something similar, and it was good that this had a different tone from that. Obviously, this is still gritty and dark, mm -hmm. and it's got the mob involved, but uh, the 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 fact of um, the, the chef and obviously Tommy, there's a comedic element to it through yeah. their struggles, which I enjoyed a lot. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the first two episodes, I'm really kind of digging, and I think it's unveiling um, nicely. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I know. I was, since I didn't know much about it either, I was kind of, you know, every time there's a new show that you don't know too much about, you're a little worried, like, oh, what if I don't like it? But I was very, very happy with it, and so I'm, I'm invested now. Absolutely. Fully invested. Well, let's, let's talk about the, the two main characters, and then we'll kind of get into the, the storylines. Um, let's talk about Chef, Chef Dion. Chef Dion. It's it's so weird because, you know, you you first see him, and he's in jail, and he's obviously obviously the chef cooking in jail, but you don't, I didn't immediately know what to think of him because you see him in prison, so you, you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but I like Dion a lot. <laughs> Do you, do you not feel the same? Yeah, I mean, as time went on, he's one. He seems a victim of circumstance. Now, at the same time, he sort of made those choices yeah. to put himself in those circumstances. So it, it's kind of like a catch twenty two type of thing. Um, but there's a good spirit in there, um, and that's what kind of makes me want to know more about him and, and is rooting for him. Yeah, I guess I actually take back how much I love him because I forgot about something in episode two that we'll talk about in a little bit. But I, I like how he like interacts with TJ and you see that there's a good person in there and there's a lot more to him than that's on the surface. So I'm excited to kind of just get, you know, remove the layers of him. Absolutely. And, and the most intriguing part for me is um, that I, 
you know, I'd have to, I want to fully rewatch it, but in episode one, where he's talking to the tooth fairy and the whole notion of burning down the, um, the first restaurant was because he was put up to it so they can get insurance money and he yeah. failed at that. Whereas still to this day, Tommy doesn't know the, the real truth. And I think that's going to be interesting as that plays out. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things from these first two episodes that Tommy, Tommy doesn't know, I feel like, you know, definitely with the second episode and everything that's unraveling. So I think that they're, you know, right now they have that kind of, it seems, brother relationship. They've been close for a while, but I think that they're going to have a lot of um, issues come up. Yeah, they got they got to start telling the truth. Yeah, they've got some secrets and they're going to come, they're going to come out eventually. So, um, And then you have Tommy, who's a sommelier. Which to me is basically just like a license to drink wine all the <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> he um he's got the best job ever in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, some wine. You know, uh, <laughs> I can't call myself a sommelier, but I, I grew up uh, with vineyards and things like that, so I know wine to a much lesser degree. But it's like, I, I wonder what uh, th- this wine would be paired with this. Like that's that's all it is. It's just an exploration at the end of the day to me. It's actually pretty interesting to see that on TV because I know nothing about wine except for that I drink it like and i don't care what kind it is you know the four parts of a glass of wine we're gonna do a quick pop quiz for Um, everybody no i don't there's the bowl the stem oh like the the cup of wine like the glass the actual glass you meant like the like the glass that you're pour. okay i know Uh yeah the stem no actually i don't okay you can finish it the four what are they (laughs) i just named them the glass what are the other the lip the lip the foot and the stem okay. and the bowl. Yeah, I know nothing about wine clearly, so yeah. I think it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I like hearing him talk about it because that for David Schwimmer as an actor too. I mean, I'm sure he didn't know that stuff, so it's probably like a new language almost. Yeah, maybe he does. What, why maybe, are you saying I mean, he, can't, he can't know about wine? I guess I guess he can. I mean, I will like David Schwimmer so much more if I know that he knows that much about wine. But <laughs> it's it's cool to to see that career because it's so random. But yeah, I mean. It, it, it's because obviously he is an actual sommelier, but then he uses that as an excuse to, to essentially drink a yeah. ton. And he's obviously dealing, you know, it's so layered because he's dealing with the wife. Um, and then his job essentially is to sell it, but he can't sell it because he, instead he's drinking. Yeah, it. he he clearly has a drinking problem and that um, stemmed pretty much, I'm assuming, from his his wife yeah. passing away. But yeah, I I don't I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, because so, again, the, the interesting part is like you could say that he's doing it for his job, but no, he's really doing it for the wife. Yeah, and, and that's his way of coping with it. Yeah, and I think that you see that the people that he's supposed to be selling this wine to are starting to realize that he kind of has a issue, and yeah. it's not just him doing his job. Well, because he, you know, he just doesn't care. Yeah, not at all. He has. He literally has no motive in life. I know, and it's... That, that's a tough way to go about. And it makes me it makes me sad for his son more than anything. Yeah, it's always tough because it almost in some ways it kind of becomes like one of those things. Uh, you're on an airplane, right? You got to put the mask on yourself first, and then help you know your kids and whoever yeah. else you can. But again, you, you're grieving for you know grieving is a lot different than being on an airplane. This is a you know for him it's so far it's a year process and it can go longer and things like that. And during that time he has a son to take care of who is now a mute exactly and that that kid is so cute but he, <laughs> he doesn't die 
<laughs> I'm like the girliest. Like he is so adorable. But yeah, but I think it's even though Dion is gonna bring some trouble, I think it's the best thing that could have happened for Tommy. I think he needed someone to kind of, you know, get, snap him out of it a little bit. I'm gonna use an analogy that that I um, I heard today. They're like they're flying a plane at the same time building it. Wow, that's deep. I, 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 like I said, I stole it. So uh, where did you hear that? In a meeting. <laughs> so, All right, I like it. Um, in general, apart from those two guys, uh, who's your favorite character thus far? Ooh, it's not a big cast of characters overall. We're pretty much sticking to any anyone who has a direct relationship to these two. Yeah, I actually really like. Uh, oh gosh, I'm forgetting her name already, and we just had this discussion. Pilar? No. Um, the the lawyer uh, Shana 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 yeah I like her it's it's interesting because to me Dion seems completely clueless that she is actually emotionally invested in him doesn't it seem she's like into him yeah yeah I would say that's so. what it seems it seems like she actually wants but he's kind of just using her when he needs her and she's torn because because uh, obviously the father. You know, I don't know. I don't know if Dion even knows the the, the relationship. I don't there. think he does. I think that was kind of a subtle thing that they included that mm. we're kind of just waiting yeah. for them to find out. But yeah, I like her. Um, I think she's an interesting character, and I think she, and I also think the uh, school counselor. I think she's gonna pop up a lot more. I think her and Dion might have a love um, thing. Why? Because Dion looked at her ass and was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> no, there was just like this moment, and right when they had their interaction, I'm like, they're going to be a thing. Okay. Who's, who's your favorite besides the main? Um, You know what? Uh, to me, the, the Tooth Fairy is kind of interesting in, in that way, uh, just because obviously the name's ironic, and it's not what I would have pictured as like a, <laughs> a main villain. Um, and then... In terms of a place, the whorehouse to me seems interesting. Yeah. Um, and not because I'm a guy and it's a whorehouse, <laughs> but because again, he just keeps Dion keeps going back there to get money, and mm -hmm. uh, I want to know what that full relationship is. Obviously, they're Greeks yeah. and whatever else, and um, you know, he calls him uncle, which again could be an actual uncle or perhaps it's just a term. I yeah, don't know. I, I kind of got the feeling that it was just a term. But then also in regards to the Tooth Fairy, because you were saying he didn't seem like the normal villain. To me, I, this could just be me, but I almost got kind of like, a, it was kind of like comedy to me whenever he'd pull out the little wrench. Because it was, yeah. to me, it wasn't that actually, he wasn't that scary. But what he was doing oh, wait was, till your tooth gets pulled out. Well, yeah. I know, but the way he did it, he doesn't, like, you look at him and he doesn't look like a scare, your typical scary gangster to me. Well, I, the, the funniest part of it all is the uh, the van that the they're riding. The van, and he just sits in the back, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's, hey, listen, it's an amazing, uh, they, they decked it out. It's like, um, what was that old show on MTV, Pimp My, Pimp Pimp my, my Ride. Pimp My Ride. Yeah, you know? Yeah, they pimped out their, their van. So I, I think it's kind of interesting um, seen in that way. And again, uh, just in general, I love, like, one of the most interesting parts is uh, just exploring worlds that I don't necessarily know. Um, and you know, kind of the restaurant business uh, is intriguing, but now you got the mob involved, mm -hmm. in the, and the whole gentrification aspect to it uh, with the Bronx. Because in, in some ways, it's it's the world's silliest idea. Like when you when you see that location, you're like who's gonna go there? Yeah, and definitely putting in that location because it looks like everyone. It doesn't seem like a you know, it's not a wealthy neighborhood. So putting this nice. Greek restaurant seems like not a good idea. How much would you guess like a meal there costs? 
I didn't even know the food that he was cooking. I know <laughs> I wouldn't go there, um, so I don't even know. But you're it more just, like the you're more like the Mr. Moran. Like, what is this crap? Yes, like, what is this? Just give me the cheeseburger and French fries. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, that, that, that is definitely... So, yeah, just not the right area. Um, I always love when people get that passionate about food, and that's that's what's so interesting about it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening. I agree, though, too. That I really like seeing the, this restaurant business and kind of what goes into it, and I like, I like the scenes where he's cooking because he seems so passionate about it, and so... I, I have to dig it's a little different. bit deeper, but it, 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 as I was watching, it was an interesting comparison. It's like, uh, it's almost like Breaking Bad, but for food. I didn't see Breaking Bad. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> dear Lord. I mean, I know he, he made, what drug? Crystal meth. <laughs> Crystal meth. But, so, it, but, but there was, Dion to me, he's he's so, uh, just, again, because he, there's so, he, they're, they're, he he's just so opposite in the sense of kind of the way he goes about life but then in t when he's talking about food there's such an artistry to it much like Walter White had with his crystal meth like again there was you know for him it was science it was beautiful and mm -hmm. then just the way it was shot and I think they're gonna get a lot of cool cooking shots in general yeah that's what yeah I agree completely because even though I didn't watch the meth scenes happening I already one day you'll go back. I already noticed though that I really liked the way that they shot him cooking and how every time he talks about it, definitely when the Mr. Moran comes over, you know, he is very passionate about it and he gets super offended and defensive if someone's questioning it. So Absolutely. Um so let's uh, let's start to dive in deep a little bit with the plot. Um let's talk about Patrick, aka the Tooth Fairy, and Dion. This is an overall like across the two episodes. This is what really sets it mm -hmm. off in motion. Is this whole you, you owe me six hundred grand and we, we got to pay this thing back? Yeah. So. Which I lo I, I loved uh, him opening the door, going to Paris. <laughs> he walks <laughs> the van. <laughs> That's stroke of brilliance. I know that was good. He like opens the door and that guy's just sitting there, you know, smiling. But I think I it's very interesting to me in this whole plot line is just how Tommy doesn't realize that this is happening, right? Not at all, not at all. And that's that's what I think is gonna make this a even bigger thing. I agree, and you know, I mean, here, the reason I don't think Tommy realizes, uh, number one, right, when he's operating out of full pain and depression, he, he sees nothing, right, mm -hmm. in that state of mind. And now as he slowly shifts to kind of a happy state, right, as he says in the second episode when he's at the meeting, like, things are changing. I feel now. Yeah. Um, and But the thing is, he he's also blind. In both sides, he's blinded to actually what's going on because it's not part of his plan. Yeah, exactly. So... I don't know. Definitely with like the contract thing and all of that, I just I feel bad for Tommy in that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean because this is this is where I didn't really like Dion is because his he was being very selfish in that aspect with the the whole contract thing. Yeah, I get what you're saying because the restaurant still could happen and doesn't necessarily hinder um, the progress of of Tommy. However, he's doing it out because he has 24 hours to produce exactly. a contract. Exactly, and he, you know, he was pillar, even though she doesn't really know anything, kind of ended up saying she had concerns, and he kind of made it so that Tommy wouldn't even be aware of these. You know, he was just, he had his motive and what he needed to get, and was just going to do anything to get that and didn't really care 
about Tommy. I'd like to see this contract because I no the, the, the concerns that Pillar was raising, I was like, are those really concerns? Like that seems very cursory. See, I didn't even know if I thought she was kind of just like making stuff. I didn't even know, but to me, Dion, like I said, he didn't even really care to find out mm-hmm. if there were this contract was good for them. He just needed the contract, and that's all. You know, who knows what? Who knows what the dad put in there? Yeah, we'll find out. I mean, again, Dion's just getting deeper and deeper into all of this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, he's borrowing money from, we'll call him the uncle, um, to, to keep paying off uh, the tooth fairy. And eventually, it, it, as the uncle says, like, I don't know what deal you got with this guy, but I don't like it. Yeah, and then he's got he's got the other guy. He's, like, in the middle of a bad triangle. Yeah. That, that's Cause, be- right? He's, like, he's in the, he's communicating with three different mob guys I, he's just being yeah he's being <laughs> like, tossed around any which way um that the one takes hands him. how's he gonna be able to cook if they keep breaking his fingers that's <laughs> i thought that's what i that would have been the first thing that you know because you know uh, not not that it's preferable but if i was him i'd have been like all right just take out a toe or something because the hands they gotta cook yeah that's what that's what i was concerned about because the you know the tooth fairy does his tooth thing but then he decides to just go for the, the finger yeah, I guess as long as TJ can actually cook, you know, he can just dictate. I guess so, but I mean, I don't know. He needs to keep his hands intact, I think. I think it's important for him. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, and so you had mentioned um, also about Dion, kind of uh, his relationship with TJ and, and, and the nurturing side of it. So uh, go ahead. Yeah, I just, I really like that because obviously you see TJ is a mute. He doesn't talk and is having trouble at school, having these kids pick on him. And, you know, when Dion volunteers to go pick him up, he notices the huge bruise, which, by the way, that was a gnarly bruise to get from that little kid. (laughs) That was... This kid is definitely mean. Yeah, that kid is so mean. And it was just, it was cute how he automatically just wanted to get out there. I mean, I don't know what he would have done to the little kid, but yell at him. I think I think he would have beat the crap out of him. I don't yeah. think I don't think he would have held anything back and to be honest, I don't know if that's right or wrong. I know. <laughs> Technically it was, it's wrong. Yeah, I, know I think that, it's wrong. That. But you know, I But there's I, a human side to me or a guy's side to me, like this kid kick like, you go kick his ass. Yeah, and definitely when it's TJ, he's so just sweet and just sits there and, you know, has obviously some issues going on. Um, but yeah, I, I liked seeing how he was kind of like a father figure, but then, but then he also takes him with him to like get drugs. Yeah, but he left him outside, <laughs> um, with what was her name? The, Trixie or whatever. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a very stereotypical whorehouse name, <laughs> Trixie. Um, but you know, so they, they went outside, so he cares about him in that way. Um, for sure. Let me ask you, do you, do you have experience, um, or understand kind of mutism? In no. any way, shape, or form. I do not. Do Listen, you? I got to do some more research into it because I, I don't. Um, and, you know, eventually, as we discuss it, I don't want to be ignorant about yeah. it. Because right now, I could, you know, to, to be fair to viewers, I completely am and I don't no, understand yeah, it. Um, and that's why when we talk about the bruises with Tommy, for me, you know, that was a difficult scene because I just don't understand, like, that side of mutism because I was just, just say it yeah say you, know, you know to say that it wasn't yeah you I know. agree I I'm yeah I'm very curious about that too and definitely in the sense where he obviously wasn't always a no. mute so and I'm 
also was wondering if maybe throughout the season he's going to start to talk. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Yeah, It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious about that. And I also, with Dion and TJ's relationship, too, I TJ seemed genuinely very happy when he was in the kitchen, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming he picked up from his mom and dad. But Well, there, there was that great moment. Um, you know, they kind of had the various flashbacks that, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the coffee maker, right? Um, they had that moment where she used to make things on it and um you know he made it and it, it tasted good now he's obviously making a, making coffee for his dad yeah um so obviously he he kind of hangs on to these very symbols much like he hung on to uh the phone just to yeah. hear her voice see at first that i this was just kind of silly of me to think i thought he was calling to just like make them stop yelling to like get them to answer the phone mm-hmm. <laughs> but then i was like oh he's calling to hear her voice i thought you know and i thought they utilized it well because obviously dion saw it earlier and when mm-hmm. he saw it i was like wait it, it didn't quite register in my mind obviously i knew it was her phone and, and it meant something to him but it was like number one why is the phone there number two how is it even still on yeah he must be charging it well that it was on, it was the, on the charger, charger. yeah um when D, when um uh, tj called so that kind of explains that and it was like okay that makes sense now yeah um by the way in in terms of the mutism if anyone at home uh, watching and or listening feel free to comment um i would love to kind of get your guys perspective on it um i think it is important and unfortunately i don't have experience with it yeah me either i i want to know too so um all right let's uh let's talk about we kind of touched upon uh shana the lawyer but um but why don't we go a little bit deeper um so she, he's on. As of now, he was at first under the assumption that she was the one that bailed him out. Yes. Um, and it's now clear that it, it is in fact not Too her. Fairy. Well, no, hey? no, it's um, it's the other guy. Ultimately, the the cop. Was it? Because I thought it was Tooth Fairy. In the first episode, when he's beating him up, um, he says, "I got you out of jail early." Um, you know for this reason i want you know this is my this is my white whale this is moby dick okay i thought that was the tooth fairy who said that to him i could be wrong i think every at this point in time everyone's (laughs) taking credit for it so perhaps it is a little bit unclear um but if i had to put my money on the ultimate answer is that it's the cop okay so yeah i mean i with shayna and dion like i was saying they obviously right when they see each other they like hook up or whatever and so you assume that they had been doing that a while but to me she kind of got like sad when he just walked out of the room you know and then when he showed up to her house just asking for her input on the contract she tried to almost make him jealous i thought the way she said i have company and kind of kept the door closed to me that was her girly method of trying to make him jealous could be wrong. Did you get that vibe at I, all? I got that. Um, what about their second interaction when, when he comes over and then she watches him leave all the way? Remember that there was like one interaction in between. Oh, yes, yes. I Yeah, I don't that was, know. That was slightly weird too. <laughs> I, I mean, I would love to know kind of what their full history is because yeah. obviously they knew each other beforehand. Um, and, you know, I mean, you could see like even the, I, I think I don't know. In this world, people know that Dion's not necessarily the greatest guy. Mm-hmm. At the very least, like he's just he's just in over his head and unfortunately does coke, um, which obviously is an attractive thing. But then you, you know, if I don't know, if you're a female 
and he makes something for you. You got to be blown away by this guy's cooking abilities. Yeah. And I think it's definitely with her profession, she's kind of torn. She, I feel like she has these feelings for him, but obviously she feels like, I don't know. I, I think she's conflicted with him. I think very much so. Because yeah, like you, you can't you can't control if you have feelings for someone, and I think she's on that boat, and I think he's completely oblivious to her feelings for him. Actually, well, does he? Let me ask you this: is, is he oblivious, or does he just not have time? Oh, I don't. I to me, it came across very oblivious because when he went over there trying to get her to, you know, use the contract, she to me gave him some attitude like i'm not just going to be used by you. Do you does he just want to use her though or or could he possibly have feelings for her uh, see i just i think that he doesn't realize that her she actually has feelings i don't think he is malicious in the oh i'm just going to use her for this and then hook up with her and then be done i don't think he has that feeling but i just i think they need to just communicate better maybe i mean i get the sense from what Tommy describes Dion as, he, he you know he hasn't found a, the right woman yet, and you can imagine like before all of this happened, perhaps they could you know that was the that could have been the love of his life. But it, and especially going to the scene um, at the at the school when he's like, oh, thank you, I think he could be somewhat of a womanizer. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how how it plays out. And then, like you said too, that I think that Shayna and Dion obviously have a history and. I'm wondering if the show, I know they do flashbacks with uh, Ray, Re? Ray, 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 yeah, the wife. R-I-E is how it's spelled. <laughs> that much I know. Well, Ray. I'm wondering if maybe we'll see if they're, this is going to be one of those shows that maybe Im implements some flashbacks so that we get some more background on the characters or if they're at least going to talk about it. Yeah. Because right now, you know, we know how he got to jail and we know that. Tommy's wife died, but we don't know anything about them before that. We don't. We don't. Um, and I think they have. I think they will, and they've been utilizing the flashbacks quite well. Yeah. Um, in the very like, we we've seen whether it's Dion, whether it's Tommy, and even TJ. We we've seen mm -hmm. flashbacks, and um, that's been interesting. And going back to to the whorehouse real fast, like the whole tire screeching that you know it brought yeah. about that memory of the car crash. Yes. The mother, so. so I'm thinking flashbacks will kind of help piece some things together. Yeah. And I think, again, they're utilizing them very well. So we'll see. But unfortunately, I think Dion's a bit of a womanizer. Sorry. Well, I definitely got the vibe with the counselor. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, I, I'm calling that happening. That it's going to happen. Just don't know when. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, let's, let's talk about another romance, Pillar. She tried too hard. What's going uh, on here? Yeah. You know, she obviously exaggerated her involvement in the restaurant business, right? Mm -hmm. I, I yes. read, okay. Yeah. She's lied about everything, just the same way. Oh, I, you're probably busy. Uh, yeah, but I can go on break. Yeah. Like, you're she's, flossing your teeth. I'm, yeah, I'm just wondering. She seems a little like desperate. And, and I mean, he's, he's not that big of a catch, like, oh, I gotta get this guy. It, it's kind of weird. To me, I don't know. It is a little bit strange. I mean, uh, you know, and, and they, obviously the interesting part is both have lost someone and, and uh, both people are kind of grieving in their own way. Um, and it, it represents an opposite, right? Where he in many ways just 
wants to shut out the world she seeks a connection yeah uh and so they're dealing in their own different ways and i don't know uh I think she's got to. I, I think a relationship could form, but they just got to meet somewhere in the middle. He's got to give a little bit more. Yeah, and she's got to slow down. That's just what a I was just bit. wondering. I mean, I, I definitely think that some sort of relationship is gonna form because they put so much emphasis on her, in the first couple episodes. So I think something's gonna come of it. But, but yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be romantic or if they're gonna. I, I can see them also just ending up being friends and that kind of relationship. What? Hopefully, I mean. You know, the the tough, I don't know, so obviously there's plenty of relationships that just happen out of uh, when people are in two bad positions mm-hmm. just because they need that connection. And, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist in any way, shape, or form to tell you whether that's a good thing or bad or yeah. like how relationships form. But I don't know, if, if I had to put my, it's not a good thing. Not for me. I don't think like, because it almost seems out of necessity that this relationship is about to form. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't, I wouldn't call it a good thing because... I think at, when you're going through that that grieving period, you're not thinking how you normally would be necessarily, and so I think your feelings can be a little um, construed. Yeah, but I guess I guess we'll see. I think she's definitely going to be a part of the story. I just don't know in what way. Well, she she got him to sign the contract, so that's yeah. a big um, that's a big plot point, and and it's one of those things. I mean, if it's going to now eat at her and so forth because um, you know I mean the way Dion kind of explains it, again very selfish of like hey he's this is for him he's finally mm-hmm. feeling like himself and then hearing him at the um, um, the meeting where he's like I can finally feel now then she's completely sold and not for the wrong reason but just the wrong how like slow it down a little bit again I, I, I would love to see this actual contract <laughs> Yeah, I know. I I can actually see that coming back to haunt her a little bit. If if something for some reason, I I think they made a big deal about this contract. Um, so I think that there could be something in there that is not going to be good for Tommy and Dion. And I can see maybe her feeling a little guilty about not saying anything because yeah. he trusts. I mean. Like, I, I think it's weird, too. They obviously should have gone and found someone legitimate to actually look over this contract if they were concerned. But he trusted her to look it over and... Yeah, yeah. just give it a one... I don't think they've even read it. I know, that's why I'm so confused about the contract, but whatever. I'm sure we'll find out if anything actually was wrong with it or not. I'm sure there will be. Definitely uh, after seeing the dad. I just... There's got to be some... So let's let's talk about the dad, right? Very very interesting figure, and we we kind of the way we're introduced to him, we don't quite know who he is, but he he's talking to uh, Jensen, and he's talking about you know his father. I actually like the speech a lot because you have to identify a need. Um, uh, neighborhood's a living organism, but if you can put that need in with when people don't even know that they need it, that's something special. Mm-hmm. Or however it went, really well written, uh, and I like it. Still said. Uh, Moran and, and yeah, and then the just sun. crossed out the sun. Like, can you get rid yeah. of the and? So right when right when I saw that, I I didn't re- I didn't know whose dad it was, but I obviously knew it was one of their dads. Mm-hmm. But Tommy's, Tommy's indeed, and apparently they haven't seen each other for for ten years. Um, I would love to know. I mean, I think the simple answer is that it's it, it came down to the racism part of it. I that was what I thought right when 
he showed up to dinner and you find out that they had not met before, TJ and him, that was my first instinct, mm -hmm. was that it was something to do with Ray, Ray the wife, and that it that that was it. And then obviously you find out just a couple minutes later that it was a race thing. Yeah. Um, but the big question left on the table is, what discipline did um, did the father enact on TJ? Because obviously the, the, those bruises are not from him. Mm -hmm. However, he does say like, you gotta discipline your kid. Yeah, which, I mean, that that was that was all kind of weird to me because I mean, what did the kid do? Really, nothing. He went and looked at was looking at the guns, right? Yeah, but again, kind of, you have to also think like um, I, I would love to know the full history of the, of this of, uh, his father, but think of what he's been through. Um, I don't know, may, maybe I'm trying to figure out exactly his age, but maybe he's kind of been through World War II and things like like. You have to understand people think differently yeah. of a certain generation, right? That's, yeah, that's true. Like, I'll give you a good example. Um, there's the, the um, one of my friend's great grandfather survived like literally World War One, and now has built up uh, a, a huge clothing company in the in America because he's he was formerly from Britain, uh, so much so that like all the Disney apparel is owned by him. Like that's they create that, oh, right? Wow. Multi-billion-dollar company, um, and they were Jewish. And now when he hears uh, the, the person I know talk about like his problems and things like that, I can't relate. My friends were burned in, you know. Yeah, that is true. So like, I mean, the, the that, comparison is a little different. That is very true, but I, yeah, I don't know exactly what discipline though he put on him. Maybe, what do you think? I I didn't really think about it. I just assume he maybe yelled at him. I don't spanked know. Spanked him, you well, think? Well, there's spanking, the wooden spoon, or I mean, it all goes back yeah. to spanking, just in a different form, the belt. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. Do you think we're going to find out? I think we will. I think we will. Do you, I mean, do you think from the interaction that we got that the father is trying to change his ways and actually get to know his grandson? That's that's what I was a little... I am i don't think I know enough about him yet to kind of see what his intentions are here. I mean, he certainly wasn't trying hard, but, uh, you know, I think in time, again, the, the whole notion of chess was brought up. I think, you know, he'll learn chess and this and that. Um, obviously, if it goes anywhere at this point, because we, we didn't leave, off, let off, leave it off so well. And that's that's why I, I wish, uh, you know, it's one of those things like, I, I just wish he had said something. I know. It, know? Or just write it down. It, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... And obviously, they set that up re really well. We knew that that was going to happen, is the l bruises that Tommy was going to assume it was his dad and, and freak out, but um, Let's talk, in, in, uh, one of the better scenes I thought uh, was when TJ goes into the girl's bathroom trying to hide, and I thought they took that to a whole nother level because it could have just been weird and awkward. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing here? Get out of here, kid. And then perhaps th he could have gotten out and then beaten up and that, yeah. that would have been the cliche thing to do. But he he makes a friend. Yeah, and I actually looked it up and she's in like five more episodes. So I, I assumed it was going to be something that kind of continues. But I, I thought that was, I liked how they did that. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting that at all. It was kind of weird. But yeah, and the, and the connection, I, I, I loved it. Um, they're both artists, right? Mm -hmm. um, and when he writes his name, she's, she's perturbed at him, but then the way he does it, she's like, oh, cool, we'll just continue. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, I, I think uh, he obviously he's been expressing himself through images, and who knows? In, in a perfect world, he would you know he would get to design the menu. I don't know. Hey, so, may, maybe they'll they'll implement him some way. Hey, but, what was it? The Cypress boards or what? Is it, you know? Oh the debate yeah, over Pine or Cy yes. Cy Cypress. I mean, I think I think that the restaurant will actually be really good for TJ. I think, like you said, he's he's an artist, and I think he even because the way Dion looks at cooking, it's yeah. like an art to him. And so I think anything like that is going to really help TJ maybe express himself and hopefully, you know, heal a little better from his mom. Absolutely, hopefully. Because um, he's definitely grieving in his own way. Yeah, him. for sure. Um, which, by the way, maybe he needs to go to, like, aren't there, like, some meetings that he should be going to? Which, which? TJ. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, well, wasn't that what, was that what Tommy was talking to the counselor about? Because his insurance doesn't cover it anymore? But I feel like there's got to be some, like. Was that for TJ or was that, that for him? I thought that was for TJ. Maybe. Maybe. I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah. Well, they both need. So they both. They yeah. both need help. I um, think everyone on the show, I think, could use a little bit of help. That's right. <laughs> and truth. And truth. They can't. Yeah. Uh, they just can't be tricked. And unfortunately, oh man. Because uh, I mean, you know, whether they know it or not, like literally, Tommy's life is at stake. Yeah. If Dion messes up, these are the people that die. Yeah. That's that's why I think it's kind of. I kind of am taking back a little. I mean, I like I said, there's, I think, a deeper part to Dion that he means well and really, truly cares about these people and his relationships. But at the same time, he's just being very, very selfish. And, you know, um, I'm going to contradict you real fast. Going back to Sh uh, Sheena, I think with her, right, because um, she's on the table to uh, basically, like, if all goes to hell, she's getting, she's getting it as well. And so I think... You know, it's no secret that these two are best friends, Dion and Tommy, whereas everyone else in, in Dion's life, if he can kind of keep them at, at, at a good distance, even though he might have, whether, uh, you know, f uh, from a from a friendship standpoint or from a romantic standpoint, feelings for any of these people, it's best to just keep him out of it. Oh, that's Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. That's, that's if we're thinking of Dion as the best guy possible. There's a guy in there. There just, is definitely a guy in there. On the, on the I mean, I hope that that's the case. I hope he's just, you know, trying to keep her safe. Uh, I, I love the term optimistically adjacent. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be optimistically adjacent <laughs> about Dion. I, I like it. That's hopefully a, it's a good the, way to be. Hopefully I use the term properly. <laughs> um, let us know what you guys think is your favorite storyline thus far. Um you know various things and as time goes by one of the things i like to do on my shows is just create a fun special segment i'm trying to think of what oh. we could do for this um but we'll figure it out in due time i, get, I, I like fun creative. i like fun segments all right then there you go that's your homework come up with something okay fun. i will i i randomly just like come up with some really good ideas and then i don't know what to do with them <laughs> all right i'll judge if they're good or not but you can have them. hey they're good in my i have fun with them okay so all right. Well, we're here to have fun. <laughs> I'll work on it. Um, overall, just you know, uh, you know, I, I thought it was really well shot in general. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I love the title "Feed the Beast." Um, yeah, and you find out that the the restaurant name means beast. Three. I can trio. Uh, is that what it is? It's T H I R I O. Theorio. Theorio. I, I can't say it. It's Greek. I'll, I'll just look up on Google, like translate, and just learn how to perfect it. Theorio. I'll get it. I'll get it down. 
Uh, you know, and obviously the the double entendre is that uh, you know they got to feed, meaning the beast is the tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah they got to keep feeding him money, and everyone else money. Um, the thing that uh, I'm, I'm still kind of what it was uh, not quite a big storyline, but was the Asian portion of it. And I'm curious to see where oh, that's going to go. The drug, the drug people. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll definitely come in more to play, but. And it, it also showed that the Tooth Fairy doesn't quite know everything that's going on. That uh, yeah. his father is ultimately kind of pulling the strings from behind the scenes. Yeah, and also I we didn't talk about this, but I got almost a sense of uh, that you know the the dad kind of was like kill him kind of thing, and I I don't know if the Tooth Fairy is really as tough as he th- he he tries that, to portray. Hmm. I don't know. That's I got, a good note. Maybe, maybe. But we'll see. Quite possibly. All right. So, without further ado, why don't we head into predictions? I always wait for the noise. Now, you're after Buzz TV. All right. What do you got? I'm always bad at these. Um, Let's think here. You told me about good ideas. This is the time to have good ideas. But, like, good ideas. Not, like, different kind of ideas. Okay. Let me think. I definitely think that the, the... therapist at school or whatever her and Deanne I think are gonna I think a little sparks there okay. I think that's gonna happen I also as long as it gets free free therapy P- sessions for TJ yeah it's for and, the cause Deanne's gonna do cause. it for the cause that's right um and then I also think that I mean I think Tommy's gonna find out that uh Dion, the reason he was pushing this restaurant was so hard wasn't necessarily for like the pure intentions of just kind of because he kind of made it seem like he was just doing it to what's i can't think of the word for the the wife you know and in her memory and i think he's gonna find out that it was more than that and he's he has he's excited about it but there's also ulterior motives and complications that tommy doesn't know about i think he's gonna find out and i think there's gonna be big tension between dion and and tommy I think so too. Um, it'll be interesting to see how. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen in the next couple episodes. I think you know we really got to milk that for yeah, what's for worth, sure. and we're going to build up the stakes even yeah. more. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. But now we're kind of opening a restaurant, and it seems from the previews we're moving fairly fast. You know, I, I enjoy where you know we have this location. Um, now we've got the investor and so forth. But rather than kind of drag it out of you know, an entire season before we can launch. It looks like they're going to launch fairly soon. If not next episode, then I think the one after that. Yeah. From what it seems. I think P- Pilar is going to work at the restaurant. Yeah, she, she certainly wants to. Yeah, she, she's trying to get in with Tommy. Like, she's a little... That'd be a funny conversation. Um, uh, you sure you can work for me? Don't you have a whole restaurant of <laughs> yeah. your own to manage? So I'll, it's make, okay. I'll make it work. It's I'll okay. I'll make it work. <laughs> um, so that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, and I love learning more about the Tooth Fairy. I, I, I think as we, the most interesting part to me is um, the dichotomy of as we progress, we also find out more and it just ties things together. So yeah. I'm excited to see more. Um, and I really hope TJ tells the father the truth about the bruises. I hope, I, and I also just hope that nothing bad happens to TJ. I feel like right now as a character, he's he could just be used for other people's kind of like collateral. I don't know. You know what I mean? I get nervous about the innocent characters who are, you know, harmless, but they they mean so much to bad people. I don't know. 
if that makes sense. No, it does. It does. He is, uh, I mean, he means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. So that always makes me nervous in shows like this when there's bad guys trying to take blackmail and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. We're in the Bronx. We're in the Bronx. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's know what you guys think um, about this episode, your favorite portions, anything like that. Uh, when I say portions, pardon the pun. <laughs> uh, although that could be fun. Um, you know, we, we did get a five-course meal tonight. E- five-course or was four? It four? I think it was four. Only four? I thought we could have gotten five out of it. But, let me, you know, let us know what you guys thought. Um was the best meal and we'll see we'll see yeah um in the meantime we'll think of fun segments if you guys have any suggestions on what you guys would like us to 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 talk about or do for example on rain which is a medieval type of show we do a, a segment called castle corner where we talk about castles and we present them to you oh i'll come up with something really good now okay. you're sparking my my creative it can't be about castles that makes well, no sense I, no i'll think of something all right. Well, In the meantime, where can people follow you? <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now Snapchat. Also, if you didn't know, we just relaunched our website, AfterBuzzTV.com. It's a lot easier to find various things. We're going to be relaunching the app very soon as well. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. Always a ton of shows. Uh, what shows are you on right now? You're doing a ton. A lot. Casual, Outcast, Unreal, Are You the One? Am I? I think I'm missing something, All but right. I forget. Bloodline. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. Um, certainly an after buzzer of the week over here. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you've enjoyed these first two episodes. Let us know what you guys think once again. And uh, if nothing else, if you guys like this show, tell a friend as well that we're here as well because yes. supporting us also helps support the show. We want to be a community. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.